Welcome back, everyone. It's me, Shannon Fiedler, but you already know that. Actually, I had a really big week. I did my first city winery show in New York last week. It was so much fun. It got me so excited for the city winery tour that I have coming up. Most of the shows are sold out, but I do still have some tickets available for Philadelphia and Chicago. So if you live in either of those cities, take a look. See see if you want to come. But the show was so much fun. The venue is beautiful. If you you don't even have to go for my show. Just go for a show. It's it's a really cool space and it was just so fun to get to meet so many of you guys after the show and get to talk to you and take pictures with you and hear what you liked about the show and what you didn't like about the show and you know a couple, somebody actually came up to me and they're like, "Okay, guess what city I'm from." And I was like, "This is such a fun game that I now want to play everywhere." Um, they were from Chicago. And I did not guess it correctly. I'm going to tell you the truth. And some other cities uh, are on my radar that I am planning to come to at some point. So it's a growing list. It's happening, you know, slowly. We're adding more and more dates. So it's pretty exciting. But yeah, I want to talk about, I want to talk about Valentine's Day. I want to talk about Valentine's Day because I think it's a highly polarizing holiday. I think it's also a holiday that, gets a lot of press you know what I mean like I think when you think about the major holidays that people are talking about in terms of like pop culture that you're seeing Instagram and you're seeing gift guides it's obviously like the holiday season Christmas Hanukkah New Year's all of that and then it's really like Valentine's Day Halloween and then Thanksgiving but that's like a totally different type of holiday that's all about food And so I feel like Valentine's Day actually is kind of like a major holiday in some ways, even though it's, you know, it's non-denominational, you don't get the day off from work, you don't get any time off, um, and it's not something you celebrate with like a lot of people. I still feel like Valentine's Day is a holiday that takes up a lot of cultural conversation and our own brain power. And I think it's a polarizing holiday because it's a holiday about romance which is like a fraught topic anyway but it's also a holiday that is about if you're in a couple then you have a holiday but if you're single then do you have a holiday or not and I've spent plenty of Valentine's Day single so I've been on both sides of it and I get where it can be not so fun if you're not in a relationship but I also I have to say I am like very I'm very pro-Valentine's Day. I really, I really like it. And I think that's like kind of a controversial opinion. Because even my friends that are in long-term relationships, maybe they're married, or even some of my friends that are in new relationships when everything is fun and exciting and you celebrate like your one and a half month anniversary. Like, you know, you would think that Valentine's Day would be really exciting. But I find that a lot of people particularly like in the millennial age range, actually really are like against Valentine's Day, regardless of their relationship status, single, taken, married, whatever. And a lot of what people say is like it's a val- it's a holiday that's created by the greeting card companies, which like, so what? <laughs> is kind of my response to that. Um, they, you know, but there's a lot of like it's a fake holiday, which it's not. I was raised Catholic. St. Valentine is a val- – like, it comes from somewhere. It's not just, like, we made it up, like, National Taco Day. That's a fake holiday. 
but I get it. I get that it, it's not, it feels like it should be more inconsequential than it is, weirdly enough. But, and I think like people are like, oh, it's cliche and there's all these like dumb romantic tropes and like sometimes people will be like, why do you need a day to celebrate if you're in love with someone? And I get all of those arguments. I really do. But I don't feel that way because I think, I think when you're in a relationship with someone, especially like a serious relationship where maybe you live together or you're married or whatever, a lot of your relationship becomes sort of day-to-day life. And it becomes, you know, I mean, Pat and I live together and we have for a while now. And so it's like on an average night, a lot of our relationship is like, okay, who's cooking dinner and who's going to clean the dishes or, you know, did you go to CVS? Like, can you go tomorrow? I'm out of XYZ. Or just like, oh, God, I'm exhausted from the day. Do you want to just like watch a movie and like zone out on our phones? And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I I literally said last night to Pat as we were falling asleep, I was like, I love being able to just sit next to you and like zone out on my phone. And he was like, are you being facetious and like annoyed that we're doing this? I was like, no, I genuinely mean it. I, I need time to just like completely shut my brain off and scroll TikTok or whatever like content that I don't really need. And I'm glad that I don't have to do it alone and I'm glad that you and I, you know, are at a point in our lives where we can do that and like be together but not together. So I think there's a lot of value to those moments. And also like if you're running a house with someone else, like yet you you have to have those conversations. I can only imagine once kids get into the picture, like there's so much logistics that need to be covered in our day-to-day communication that it can't all be like, no, you're the best. No, you're the best. Like let's have a whatever, romantic fantasizing session about all of the wonderful things our life can hold or let's have this intense political debate or let's play a game. Sometimes it really just has to be like, what are we getting at Trader Joe's this week? And what I think Valentine's Day does is it gives you a day that you sort of have to mark and put aside for, okay, this is a a day to celebrate each other. And I'm not saying that like, if you're in a relationship where you only celebrate each other, like do nice things for each other on February 14th and that's it, like yeah, maybe that's not so great. But I think it's nice to have little milestones where you like are like, okay, today is about our relationship and I'm going to get you a gift and I'm going to, we're going to do something nice for dinner or I'm going to dress up a little bit nicer than the ratty sweatpants and like 13-year-old tank top from American Eagle, you see me in nine days out of 10, tonight is going to be something a little bit special. Maybe we go out, maybe we cook a nice dinner, whatever that is. And it's, you know, I would say it's the same thing too with like Mother's Day. Like I talk to my mom literally every single day, multiple times a day usually. Like I, I call her three to four times a day, I would say on average. So when Mother's Day comes around, it's not like, oh, God, I got to call my mother. But it's just nice to talk to her and say, like, happy Mother's Day. Here's a gift. You're the best mom ever. Instead of just being like, you know, I got a stain on my shirt. How do I get it out? You know, like the dumb stuff that I say to her on a daily basis. So I, I do like that Valentine's Day sort of forces you to take a moment and celebrate someone you love in a way that is perhaps a little bit more ceremonial for lack of a better word than an average kind of good deed or surprise that you might do for someone 
there's a lot of cliches with it, obviously, that I think people don't like about the holidays. They're like, ugh, it's all these cliche gifts, like flowers and candy and jewelry. Um, here's my question. What is wrong with any of those things? I love flowers. I love having flowers in the house. So if Pat wants to buy me flowers, great. You know what else I love? Chocolate. I've literally never said no to chocolate in my life. I don't care if it comes in a heart-shaped box or a brown bar that says Hershey's across the front. I could not care less. Chocolate in any form, I'm going to take it. So if you are giving me chocolate on Valentine's Day, I'm not going to be mad at that. In fact, I kind of like the cliche gifts. I think it's fun. Now, do I need a giant pink teddy bear that says like hugs a lot on it? Probably not. If I got one, would I think it was cute and put it in the bed? A hundred percent. So I think there's something fun. Like the first year Pat and I celebrated Valentine's Day together, I was like, what if we just went to CVS and bought each other the, the cheesy gifts? Because I think they're fun. I think they're really fun. And again, they're they're things that you want. Who, Maybe some people don't like having flowers. I don't know. And maybe some people are lactose intolerant and they can't have milk chocolate. Again, I don't know. But like for the most part, if someone gets you candy or a bouquet of roses or any flower, that's a good thing. And same with like cards. People are, you know, oh, it's a holiday made by the greeting card company. I like receiving greeting cards. I love it. I love writing them. I love writing people notes. And it's nice because, like, it just gives you a chance to sit down and, and say a lot of nice things about someone that you love. So I'm very I'm very pro-Valentine's Day. However, I, I did have <laughs> two separate experiences in my life where the person I was celebrating Valentine's Day with um, went a little rogue and, you know, didn't necessarily get me a bouquet of flowers, but instead got me um, – let's call it a more creative gift, and uh, both times are pretty depressing. So I'm going to share these stories because, honestly, they're like some of my favorite stories to tell because I just think they are so funny. So the first was when I was in high school. I was like a freshman, maybe sophomore in high school. So like this is young love at its finest, right? It's like the first time you've had a Valentine. I was dating this boy we were like boyfriend girlfriend isn't that such a big deal in high school you know and I was so excited we're gonna celebrate Valentine's Day together and I like wanted to get him a gift and it was like it just like meant the world to me so I went out and I bought him an iPod mini which dates me incredibly there are probably people who were born in like 2002 listening to this being like what's an iPod mini but I bought him an iPod mini and he bought me cocktail napkins. <laughs> and not just like any cocktail napkins. Um, they had a Kathy cartoon on them. Yeah, that like old lady that wears like the beehive hairdo and the sunglasses. Kathy cartoon. And the cocktail napkins set on them. These like hideous forest green with like a yellow border cocktail napkins. They had Kathy and she had a speech bubble and it was like, I speak Italian, Fendi, Gucci, Prada. And I was like, what? First of all, what does a 14-year-old need with cocktail napkins? Like I'm not throwing soirees at my house where people are going to be like needing something to put their drink on or put their little like olive tasting in. Like I'm 14 years old. I don't think I even know what a cocktail napkin is at this point. Secondly, what is the vibe that I am giving off to you that this like I speak Italian joke feels like it's very me like it's a super Shannon thing thirdly like 
there's absolutely no doubt in my mind that he forgot it was Valentine's Day and I was like, let's exchange Valentine's Day gifts and he just like went into the kitchen pantry and was like, mom, what can I give Shannon? And she like handed him this stack of cocktail napkins. Um, But I genuinely think it's like one of the funniest things that's ever happened to me, especially because like I like I bought him an iPod mini and like at that time those were like the height of technology. Like that was such a big deal and I was so excited because he didn't have an iPod and I put so much thought and like that's a lot of freaking money for a 14-year-old to spend. So I don't know what my parents were thinking letting me do it, but whatever I did. And then I got cocktail napkins in return. Not even like, here's the other thing. If they were like Valentine's Day themed cocktail napkins, like if they had a heart on them, maybe I would have been like, oh, this is cute. But they were a Kathy cartoon. So that was like my first Valentine's Day foray. Needless to say, like they got a little bit better as I went through high school and like I didn't receive you know, a set of toothpicks or cheese knives. I got things that you could actually use as a high school or like, I don't know, a piece of jewelry or whatever. So that was that. And then my other favorite Valentine's Day anecdote (laughs) that some of my friends still talk about. So I had a lot of Valentine's Days in a row when I lived in New York that I was single for Valentine's Day. And at this point, I, I, you know, I just felt like I all these like ridiculous things were happening to me in my dating life, which I think happened to everyone. Like all my friends that I talk to, I love hearing their stories because you're like, oh my God, how is this even possible? So I was, I don't even think you could call it dating. I had seen this guy maybe three dates tops and like, you know, at three dates, you kind of know, right? You know, like, am I excited to go on the third date or is it feel like an obligation? And so for myriad reasons, at this point, the date already felt like an obligation. And there was like a lot of things that my favorite thing that happened is um, we ordered like food on the date before this and he had gum in his mouth and he took the gum out and put it on his finger. And I was like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm going to continue chewing the gum after I finish these chicken wings and I think that moment I knew I was like oh my god I I literally I could never date you like this is this just it was the ick I think is how they refer to it now it was the ick but anyway so I'm like already not that excited about this date but we've planned it and I'm like whatever and it's like two days before Valentine's Day so it's not even Valentine's Day which is like a minefield in and of itself if you like make plans with someone on Valentine's Day when you're not sure where you stand in the whole boyfriend-girlfriend thing. Like, that's that's a whole other thing. But we were clearly not boyfriend and girlfriend. And we were clearly not going out on Valentine's Day. It was, like, February 11th or something. And we meet at this bar, and he's like, oh, I, he's like, ah, oh, shoot, I'm so bummed. I'm so bummed. I forgot to bring you your Valentine's Day gift. And I, for, I was shocked. I was like, oh, God, you bought me a gift? And, like, I was like, oh, well, you didn't have to buy me anything. Don't worry. He's like, no, no, I got you the best gift. Really, like, the best gift ever. So now I'm like, oh, okay. Um, he's like, I just, I, I'm so sorry. I, I forgot it. I feel so bad. Like, blah, blah, blah. It's, it's really the best gift ever, but I left it in my fridge. I was like, what, like, what kind of best gift ever did you get me that you keep in a fridge? 
So I was like, oh, don't worry about it. You can just tell me what it is. And he's like, no, 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 I'll give it to you next time. I'll give it to you next time. At this point through the date, like I've already decided in my head, I'm like, I just don't think there's going to be a next time. So I was like, no, 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 tell me because now I'm freaking curious. It's the best gift ever and it's frigid air. So I'm like, all right, tell me. So finally I like pull it. He's like, okay, okay, I'll tell you. He's like, all right, what's the quintessential Valentine's Day gift? So I'm like, okay, now I got to solve a freaking riddle. Like just – you got me a gift. Just tell me what it is. And he's like, no, no, no. I, what is the quintessential Valentine's Day gift? So now I feel like I'm on a date with the Sphinx and I have to figure this out. So I was like, I don't know. Flowers. And he's like, nope. And he just looks at me. I was like, okay. Um, chocolate. And he's like, nope. And I was like, okay, d- dude, just tell me because I'm out, you know? And he's like, okay, okay. The quintessential Valentine's Day gift is heart-shaped things. And I was like, okay. Great. Okay. How was I supposed to guess? Like, that's not even a thing. That's a Canada descriptor. But I was like, okay. And he goes, yeah, I got you a heart-shaped wheel of brie. I was like, what? Why? And he goes, because I really like brie. And I was like, oh, so you got me a gift because it's something you really like. Like, here's the thing. If I had said to him, like, on the first date, like, oh, my God, I'm obsessed with Brie. I love Brie. Like, I could eat Brie forever. And then he got me this heart-shaped wheel of Brie. That would be kind of cute. It'd be thoughtful. You know, oh, I listened, which, like, for men, that's half the battle sometimes is just using your ears. But I don't even like Brie that much. So I certainly never mentioned it on a first or second date. I wasn't like, by the way, Brie, big fan. Like, it's like a mediocre cheese for me. And I know that that might be the most incendiary thing I ever say on this podcast and people might come for me now. But truth of the matter is like if I never had Brie again, that would be fine. But um, because he liked Brie, he brought me a heart-shaped wheel of Brie. And we did not go on another date. And I feel a little bad sometimes when I, like, tell this story and make fun of Like, it was just a funny moment. And the truth of the matter is it was actually, like, very sweet of him to buy me anything. So, like, it, it, I think it's kind of the perfect example. This is such a tangent. But it's a perfect example of, like, when it's the right guy, you'll know. Because I genuinely think, like, if it was our first Valentine's Day, Pat could have bought me, like, cocktail napkins or a heart-shaped wheel of brie and I would have been like oh my god don't you think this is the best gift in the world like look at how funny he is with this Kathy cartoon or oh how did he know that I love cheese like I genuinely think that's what my brain would have said because I love him whereas like with these people that I didn't have those feelings for it was you know not the same thing um and I think it could go the opposite way too like someone could get you a really really good gift and if they're not the right person it just doesn't it's almost like, ugh, I wish they hadn't got me this because now I'm going to have it and I'm going to think of them. Anyway, that's a that's a side note. But anyway, Valentine's Day, I, I like it. I like buying gifts. I like having activities. Um, I will say my hottest tip, if you live in a city, particularly New York, that's where I live. I don't know any other cities, but I'm sure it's similar. My My best advice to you would be go out for Valentine's Day on a different day. And I'm not saying that you, like, then you, like, forget that Valentine's February 14th ever happened. Like, no. Like, on February 14th, cook yourself a really nice dinner, have some wine, whatever. But for, like, the going out experience, if you want to do the restaurant, like, for the love of God, do not go on February 14th. Because like New Year's, every restaurant, at least in Manhattan, is, like, 
oh, we're doing a lover's prefix meal and it's $973. You get a small side salad, you split a steak, and then a piece of creme brulee. Like, what? It's, it's not worth the money. And also trying to get a reservation for Valentine's Day if you don't book it in November is impossible. And I remember this because last year, Pat and I did our Valentine's Day dinner on the Saturday before Valentine's Day. And it was great. The food was delicious. We had this beautiful date night that was like nicer than we typically do. So it was like, it felt like a celebration. But it wasn't overcrowded. It wasn't overpriced. We went out afterwards. We like went to a fun bar, whatever. We had a lovely Valentine's Day. And then on Valentine's Day, the actual Valentine's Day, we were like, oh, you know, should we like just go to like a casual restaurant somewhere? And I tried to find a reservation and it was... It was actually impossible. They were like, we could see you at 12.30 p.m. And you have to do the prefix. And I was like, you know what? We're just going to cook something. So that's my my advice is Valentine's Day doesn't have to happen on Valentine's Day to still feel like a holiday. The best Valentine's Day I ever had was maybe our, I guess it was probably our second Valentine's Day together. Our first one, we like cooked dinner and we were like one month into dating. So like genuinely we could have like, I don't know, walk down the block and I would have been like, best day ever, whatever. But I think our second Valentine's Day together was COVID time. So we like couldn't go out or whatever. And we were like, we still want to do something. And it was like a weekend. And so we made ourselves this like decadent brunch with like pancakes and eggs and bacon. And it was just like, it, it was just more than we would ever eat on a normal day. And then we got two bottles of wine and starting at like noon, which is not, Uh, Like, again, I've talked about, I'm not a huge drinker, so it's not like, it's not like I do this most Saturdays, but for whatever, we were like, fine, let's do it. Starting at noon, we just got like super wine drunk. We drank two bottles between the two of us, and we played like gin rummy and um, guess who, but subjective guess who, if you've ever done that, it's so fun. Like, we played dumb board games and drank wine for like seven hours, and it was the best Valentine's Day ever and like he got me flowers which I love and like we exchanged cards and it was like great this is the best and so it like I guess what I'm saying is like Valentine's Day I think why so many people hate it so much is it gets built up that you have to go to like the freaking rainbow room and have this like insane dinner and wear all these crazy clothes and go to Victoria's Secret and buy something that you don't even know how to put on your body and I'm like no it does it's just a chance to spend time together It's literally just a chance to say like, oh, I'm not going to make plans with the girls tonight or I'm not going to work late tonight if I don't have to because tonight is a night for us to celebrate. And I think that that's, I think that that's really fun. I do have a question um, and I would love to know your thoughts on it. When it comes to holidays like Valentine's Day, St. Patrick's Day, Halloween, Valentine's Day that have like a dress code attached to them when you're younger – Right, like you wear green on St. Patrick's Day, you wear red or pink on Valentine's Day. Are we still? Do we still do that as grown-ups? Because I can never decide, and I go back and forth on it every single year. So, like, if I have to go into the office on Valentine's Day, I am going to spend like three hours agonizing if I should wear a red sweater, because I'll be like, uh, if I wear it, does that look like I'm trying really hard? Does it look childish? If I don't wear it, does it look like I'm too cool for it? Because I like holidays, like. I go through this whole internal struggle, which I understand is definitely a me problem, but 
I don't know. I can never decide. Like, as an adult, is it, like, fun or dorky to dress up in the holiday colors? And I know that the right answer, the right answer is do whatever you want to do and who gives a who what anybody else thinks. I I understand that that is the correct answer. And I wish my brain would just say, yeah, that's the right answer. But instead, my brain wants to know, well, how how is it going to be perceived? Like, does it seem dorky? Am I trying too hard? Is it cool? Is it fun? Is it flirty? Is it cute? So I haven't decided yet. So I'll probably like, I feel like I usually split the difference where I wear something that's like, a very pale pink that, like, is it white? Is it pink? Who knows? I don't know. These are the dumb things that I think about that, like, take up brain space and prevent me from remembering things that I actually should remember. And instead I focus on this. So I never know if I should dress the color. Because I, you, you always do it when you're a kid. That's one other thing that I did want to talk about. So when you're a kid and you're in elementary school, Valentine's Day, or at least it used to be, I I think some of my friends who have kids told me that they don't they don't do Valentine's in school anymore. But if you're listening to this, you probably grew up sometime around my vintage. And so you know that like we would come to school and you'd have a Valentine for everyone. And it would be like you'd get the Pixar set or the Hello Kitty set or whatever it would be and you'd have a Valentine for everyone in the class and you'd write them out and maybe you'd like give your favorite one to your crush or your best friend or whatever. And it was such a thing and it was so fun and like you would have your little Valentine's Day mailbox and some people would have candy on them and you could eat candy and it was really wonderful and I liked it. However, I have a theory that that is what ruined our generation when it comes to dating. Because when I've talked to my friends back when I was dating, when I've talked to my friends who are dating, one of the biggest problem in the dating world right now with dating apps is this sort of like infinite choice and this idea that there's always someone else out there and that like, oh, like I could go on a date with you, but I could also go on a date with this person and you could be talking to like seven people on the apps at once. And I think we could trace that all back to giving Valentine's to every kid in your class. Because you could say, okay, well, maybe Joey didn't give me the best Valentine, but I don't know, Danny gave me one with a heart lollipop on it. But I might want to see what Freddie gives me because last year he brought Tootsie Rolls and those are my favorite. So I don't know which way to put it. Anyway, I really think that this idea that like you can have a Valentine from everyone really screwed with our heads. And now that we're dating, we're like, wait, we could date like seven people at once. We don't have to commit. We don't have to decide. I think that this fear of commitment can all be traced back to the elementary school, everybody, Valentine's. This is a soapbox that I'm going to stand on. I, I'm going to do an in-depth thesis paper on it because I really, I really think that that's like the same thing. This idea of like, I don't have to pick a Valentine. I can be Valentine's with everyone is kind of the same thing as I can talk to seven guys on Hinge. Obviously, that's a gross exaggeration when you're six years old I don't know I mean I had crushes when I was six years old but when you're six years old obviously you're not picking a valentine you're six but whatever that's that's something that I think about a lot but anyway I love valentine's day I think it's really fun but the last thing I'll say is like obviously I'm talking about valentine's day from the perspective of someone who is in a relationship and I know that it can be like a challenging time when you're single like I said I went through many valentine's days single and there were times that I didn't mind it. There were times that I hated it. Um, But I think even when I hated it, 
for like the romantic reasons. I still like, I don't know. I, I'm a hopeless romantic in every way, shape, and form. Like I am Disney movie princess gets the prince, whatever, to the end. And like I even remember one year I was like really sour about Valentine's Day and I just like – I think I just got like ghosted by someone. I was just like in a bad mood and I was like walking down the street and I saw this couple walking towards me holding hands and he had given her a bouquet and she was holding it and they were just like so in love and it like genuinely made my heart swell and I was like okay I may be angry but I'm not jaded yet. Like I still I love love and I love seeing other people's love and I think that like Valentine's Day is just a day so when you are single like it's very easy for someone who's not single. I know how obnoxious this is. I hated when my not single friends um, would like tell me shit like this. But I mean it like it's just a day and it doesn't matter. And like find another single friend and do like counter programming. So I'm not saying like go out and do like singles awareness day or like watch a funny movie. Just like go do something completely unrelated to Valentine's Day and pretend it didn't exist would be my advice. That's what I used to do. Oh, and the best thing to do is on February 15th, go to your local drugstore like a CVS or a Walgreens and all of the candy is 50% off. And that, that might, I might even like February 15th more than February 14th. My best friend and I used to do that in high school. We would go um, to the local like CVS and we'd buy all the Valentine's Day candy and we'd sit in our car and eat it and like gossip. And it's such a core memory for me. And now... Truly one of my favorite things to do on Valentine's Day, Halloween, and the day after Easter. Um, Go to the grocery store or whatever. Buy all the half-price candy. Because it's the same candy. It's just in the shape of a heart or a bunny instead of like just a circle. And enjoy. Happy almost Valentine's Day. I hope you have a good time celebrating no matter what you're doing or who you're with. And until next time, I'm Shannon Fiedler. This was Just Like Other Girls. And I'll catch you later.